0: Let's say you invited someone to a restaurant, you paid a full price meal for them. You pay, you paid $30, $40 or something of that nature for them to eat. And they only ate half of the food and then threw the rest away. Didn't even take it with them, threw it away. How would that make you feel? For me? I would probably just stare at them and like, really? Joel chapter two, verses 12 to 13 reads, Even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Rend your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love. And he relents from sending calamity. During my time away, I've been reading uh, the book of Hosea and I'm in Joel. And it has been amazing, convicting, actually a lot of growth (laughs) by God's grace from reading both these chapters. And I was going back and forth. Should I do Hosea? Should I do Joel? Should I do Hosea and Joel? I'm going to get to Hosea, but I really want to focus on Joel because, yeah, it's something that really hit home for me. Uh, and, and God did an uh, awesome work in my heart. And so I want to share that. And hopefully, by God's grace, you too will be blessed uh, from it. So let's get the context of this verse. The book of Joel. It is during a time where Joel is prophesying to the people of Judah. Um, there is a plague of locusts that is devastating the nation. Like, just coming, wrecking havoc. <laughs> And from this, Joel gained some insight into God's plan. And Joel urged the elders to lead the people into a nationwide repentance, into a nationwide fast, return to the Lord. It was a call to return to the Lord, to fast and to pray for in their return to the Lord. God would bring an end to the calamity that was happening because these locusts were just destroying the crops. They were destroying everything. They're like a a, a monstrous a monstrosity that was coming through and just decimating the land and so from reading uh, this particular verse there were three statements from God that stood out to me uh, the first one is return to me with all your heart and in between that he says rend your heart and then the thing that comes up in the rear is return to the Lord your God so God is calling his people to return to him but to do it with all of their heart. There's been many times where I personally <laughs> know when I have not given my all in something, like doing it half-heartedly. I remember in sports, I was on a football team when I was in high school. It was my senior year and our team was terrible. The year before that, we were terrible. I think we, we went two and seven. And uh, in my senior, senior year, we actually didn't win any games so i i decided you know at the beginning of the season you're always excited at the hope and expectation you know that you have you're like man we're gonna we're gonna win every game that's what you're thinking we're gonna do this we're gonna do that i'm gonna complete i'm gonna accomplish this uh but none of that really happened <laughs> i mean we were a bad team and about Two games into the season, we understood that we were a bad team in football. We, we understood that we were not going to uh, be very competitive because there was a lot of people doing things their own way. And after two games of the season, I decided, you know what? I'm not about to put my all into this because I'm not about to sacrifice myself for a team that literally won't uh, compete in games, you know? So when I would go to practice or even if there was a little weight lifting, I did not give my all. I didn't put my entire heart into it. I wasn't very passionate about it. I was I was I actually there was a time where I actually was like, why am I still playing on this team? And I end up quitting. Because I didn't give my heart into it. I didn't put my heart and my soul, my passion into it. There are people who really love the game of football and they pour their heart into it. They give their all. But I was not one of those people. The crazy thing is, if the team was really good, I think I would have put my heart and my all into it. But even, even if it wasn't really good, I should have gave my all. I should have did my best. And that's the mentality I had when I was younger, when it came to classes. When it came to doing schoolwork, I did just enough. I was like, I'm going to do just enough to pass. Even though I know I could have gotten better grades. I know I could have did better. Uh, I could have participated more. I did just enough to pass because my heart wasn't into it. My heart wasn't into it. I had my heart was into other things. I poured my heart into other things, but these things, uh, football and classwork. No, I didn't really put my give my all into those things. That's not where my priorities we're at and so when I gave half-hearted efforts to class when I gave a half-hearted effort to football admittedly the results of those of that half-heartedness was one an average grade and the other was quitting half-heartedness only gets you so far so in Joel chapter 2 verses 12 to 13 God says return to me and he says it twice to show the emphasis on the need for the people to return to him. The word return means to turn back. It means to relinquish or to restore. So the question comes to mind is why do the people need to return to God? One, and also why do they, why do they need to return with their whole heart? What are they being restored to? What does rending the heart even mean? We'll take a deeper look. And the first one is, When God said, return to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. From reading this, we can easily gather that at some point their hearts were no longer fully belonging to the Lord. Because if the Lord has to say, return to me with all your heart, it's because all your heart is not with him. The thing to note is that God's people still knew him, but they also would go back and forth in worshiping idols. They, like other nations, had multiple gods. They decided, oh, we need multiple gods and stuff like that. And they just lumped Yahweh. They just lumped God of all creation into these other idols. And it's like, these are our gods. But God was like, no, (laughs) put no other idol, no other God before me and return to me with your whole heart. There was no room for half heartedness in this relationship with God. So from that, what we can apply in our lives is knowing this, we can know God, but does he have all of our hearts? We can know God, but that doesn't mean he has our entire heart. If God does not have our whole heart, then we need to return to him. It's not good enough to have a half-hearted relationship with the Lord, that's not how this works. I mean, if you did, what would those results lead to? An average relationship? A relationship where you end up quitting? Good questions to think about. The second thing that God says is rend your hearts and not your garments. During this time period, the tearing of garments was a powerful statement to express uh, one's grief. It's a sign of a broken heart. It was an outward expression of what was inwardly going on. However, it seems that God was telling the people, make sure you're not just tearing your garments. Make sure you're just not tearing your clothes. You need broken hearts. <laughs> you know, you can, you know, if you're making an hour expression, but nothing, nothing inwardly is happening. Then your hour expression means nothing. God wanted hearts that were broken for abandoning, abandoning him. He wanted hearts that were uh, stricken with grief for neglecting the relationship with him. For us, we need to remember what is written in 2nd Corinthians chapter 7 verses 10 through 11. It says godly sorrow brings repentance. That leads to salvation and leaves no regret But worldly sorrow brings death See what this godly sorrow has produced in you earnestness, What eagerness to clear yourselves What indignation What alarm What longing What concern What readiness to see justice done At every point you have proved yourselves to be innocent in this matter The byproduct of a heart that has been torn Broken and stricken with grief or godly sorrow is zeal There will be an eagerness, an earnestness in your life to show that the show the fruits of your repentance, to show the fruits of your returning to the Lord. And number three, God summed it up by saying return to the Lord, your God, (laughs) for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love. And he relents from sending calamity. The Lord reminded and assured his people of his nature that they could return to him. Because he is gracious and compassionate. And for us it is also important to understand and know this. That we need to return to the Lord. And we too can be sure and assured of his gracious and compassionate nature. He won't hold a grudge against you once you return to him. (laughs) Once you return to him with your whole heart. He just wants you to come to him. And I wonder if that's a reason why some of us really don't return to the Lord. Especially when we feel... Uh, like we have sinned against him or we feel like we have not given our all to him I wonder if we don't really return to the Lord right away because we don't understand his nature and his character Yes, God is a jealous God. I'm not Uh, don't get that twisted Yes, God. He is the righteous judge and we will all be accounted for the works that we do I mean, you don't want to stand in the way of his wrath <laughs> You don't want to be there He is also loving and compassionate. He is long suffering. He is gentle, can be. (laughs) And so we need to be reminded of his nature. And I wonder if the reason why some of us don't return to the Lord in earnestness or with godly sorrow is because we don't understand his nature. We don't understand him fully. And so my 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 encouragement to those who are listening, if you are listening and you're like, I can't really go back to the Lord yet. I can't pray to the Lord yet. I can't. Uh, I'm I'm scared to go to the Lord because of, you know, I have these thoughts of I have these wicked thoughts or I have these terrible thoughts towards other people. I can't approach the Lord because I have not been reading my Bible. I can't approach the Lord because I haven't been listening to the things I should be listening to. I haven't approached the Lord because I'm not doing what he have called me to do and i've been disobeying them. i can't approach the lord well let me encourage you with this you can not because of who you are or what you did but because of christ jesus if you believed in your heart confess with your mouth that christ jesus is lord and savior and god then you can return to god at any point don't let the opportunity slip you can because of the blood of christ jesus and what he done you can return to the lord with godly sorrow with all of your heart so in summary we can know the lord but our whole hearts not be committed to him and that's a scary place to be in to know the lord but your whole heart not committed to him it could lead you to lead you on the path of delusionment thinking that you have a really great relationship with the lord but your whole heart is not committed to him Ooh, that's scary i won't get into that one but anyway <laughs> we can know the lord But our whole hearts not be committed to him. And if this is true in our life, then it's time to give him our heart fully because a half hearted relationship will never last. And we, too, need to rend our hearts, have godly sorrow that leads to repentance and returns us to the Lord who is gracious and compassionate. Those who are listening, who are followers of Christ Jesus, don't just live a life of lip service. But may we have hearts fully belonging to him. The beautiful thing to think about is this. God gives us all of him. He's not half hearted when it comes to having relationship with us. He's not half hearted at all. He does everything with all his heart. And he showed this to us by laying down his life for us, even while we were still his enemies. He died for you because of your sins. And now the debt is paid. A relationship with the father can be had because of Christ Jesus. So let's not waste the opportunity by giving our heart to something else when he deserves it all. And I pray that our hearts will be fully his. Even mine, this is something that the Lord has taken me through. You know, my heart wasn't fully committed to him. And, you know, it's it, sometimes it's like you feel like it goes in waves where. You know, you're fully his, but then, you know, you end up going through a time where, you know, uh, your focus is on other things. You're not readily running to the Lord all the time or you're not uh, thinking about, you know, reading your Bible. It seems like life goes in those uh, seasons, uh, but it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be like that. A heart that fully belongs to the Lord is possible. A heart that fully belongs to the Lord is possible so may so may the lord go before you may you have a heart that fully belongs to the lord and always keep fighting a good fight of faith you know fight to spend time with the lord fight to be in his word because it is so needed it is so needed you're listening to ralph joseph morrow the third on refined and refreshed podcast you can email us if you have any questions email us if you need prayer at refined and refreshed at outlook.com and i would love to come alongside you in this journey pray for you you know send you a word word of encouragement or something because we all need it we all need it anywho thank you hope you were blessed by this love you until next time peace